up, my fellow challenge lovers? Welcome to The Challenge Historian, where we dive deep into all things MTV's The Challenge, past, present, or future. If it's happening in The Challenge universe, then we are here to document it. I am your host and dedicated challenge historian, Jacob Hollibaugh. Thank you so very, very much for being here with me today on this Monday to talk the next season or one of the next seasons of the challenge we're headed to the future for today's podcast usa 2 cast reactions we found out i mean a couple weeks ago at this point i forget when the pictures started floating around of the cast at the airport ready to take off the official announcements were made we heard who actually entered the game versus alternate all of that and that's when your boy goes into full zero spoiler mode, which we have successfully done thus far. And hopefully we'll continue to do all the way up until we actually watch this season sometime months into the future. But we've heard about the cast. We know the cast officially. And now we can react to it. As always, as we've done in the past, this is simply our initial reactions we see the list we react to it we have some fun with it we ask questions about the people we don't know we react to some of the people we do know but this is not your season preview that will of course come much closer within weeks of this season airing which at this point we don't know when exactly the season's airing we're going to get all stars for first that is in the books that's in the can i would expect an announcement if not a trailer for that soon the way the challenge works these days you know we're just one into the other and we've only got about two episodes left of the world championships so that means usa or excuse me all stars four has to be airing i would imagine probably sometime in june maybe there's a couple week break maybe there's a one month break and then you know if that's 10 episodes june july into august maybe we're looking at usa two sometime in september who knows but it'll definitely be the next one after all stars four i assume They'll then start filming flagship, and they're going to keep these things coming. There's not going to be much of a break between them. So we're going to see it sooner rather than later. But for now, we know the cast. We've got to react to the cast because there's a lot about the cast worth talking about. Before we do, before we dive in, a couple quick programming reminders. As I just said, there are a couple episodes left of World Championships. So those recaps will, of course, continue to come out on Wednesdays, midday to afternoon, pending when I am able to watch the episode. Then this Friday night's more World Championships coverage, I will be joining the wonderful folks over at Challenge Fandom Podcast for our one year plus a week or two podcast reunion from the last time I joined them. So I'll be hanging out, talking World Championships this week's episode, plus probably the full season to this point. So that I believe they post those on Saturday or Sunday sometime over the weekend. So if you want the most coverage of the World Championships, championship seasons listen to my personal recap on wednesday and then head to the challenge fandom over the weekend i will be joining them for that and also this coming weekend we've got survivor no longer survivor saturdays with my good friend page at most likely to survivor weekends if you will survivor saturday survivor sunday survivor whenever the busy two hosts get together and are able to talk about it but have been loving that season was back at it with page this last weekend so survivor fans out there go ahead and catch up with those that's what we've got coming up in the future as for today usa 2 cast reaction and unlike you know last time we did this with all stars 4 i had a fun little gimmick it was like it's all stars 4 so i had four of this and four of that and four of those and four of these uh usa 2 doesn't provide itself to the same kind of gimmick if i just gave you two reactions or two predictions or two of anything really that's not all that much i couldn't come up with a good gimmick in all honesty so today's pod there's going to be no structure to it there's just a bunch of thoughts a bunch of reactions i had that is that is the gimmick after i guess that is the true gimmick it's just the reaction pod i look at the list and i'm like hey i got a bunch of thoughts flying out of this dome of mine I tried to write as many of them down as I could. They're in no order at all. No order that would make sense. I tried to reorder them. I was like, never mind, none of this. There's no flow to any of this. It's going to be very sporadic all over the place. But we're going to just talk for a while about what we think of this cast and our kind of initial impressions of what this season could provide us. So that's the plan, which is to say there really isn't one. Thanks for being here as always. Let's dive in. And I guess the final real thing, the kind of, PSA before we do this is USA 2 so second time around you're very familiar at this point if you've been listening to this podcast that I 
am not very familiar with certainly anyone from Big Brother or Amazing Race. I have only recently become familiar again with the Survivor folks. Thankfully, at least as far as me covering this cast goes, um, maybe not thankfully as far as the cast goes in general, but for me covering it, thankfully there are a lot of people from the flagship world. There's a lot of CBS folks who we've seen on the flagship. I know most of these people we're going to talk about, but especially when it comes to the Big Brother folks, you might not be hearing much coverage of them today. I will do my homework before the season preview. Maybe I'll grab a guest host for the season preview podcast a few months down the line to help ingratiate us with some of these folks that I might not know as well. But if you know, you're listening through this and you're a huge Big Brother fan, you're like, wait a minute, you're not going to talk about Tyler at all? There's no reaction to Tyler in the cast, which there actually might be. I do have him on this list somewhere. But if there's not a lot of reactions to kind of the Big Brother players and it's a little more MTV folk heavy, Survivor heavy, there's a lot of Survivor content coming up here in a minute. No really comment on the Amazing Race folks. There's probably a reason for that, and that is that I have no idea who they are, and I'm guessing some of you don't either. So... That's that. PSA over. Now reactions can begin. USA 2 cast reaction pod. Here we go. Let's dive in. To begin, there is at least an obvious starting spot to begin when doing a cast reaction. That would be to actually read you the cast. I'm sure you've seen it yourself, but if you haven't, and even if you have, it's nice to, you know, we're, we're reacting to one thing and one thing only, and that is a list of names. I'm going to give you those list of names. So, Let's read it off where they come from, and then we'll dive into reaction by reaction. Starting on the female side, we have in alphabetical order here, Alyssa Lopez, Big Brother 23, Challenge USA Season 1, Alyssa Snyder, Big Brother 24, Amanda Garcia, Are You the One 3, The Goat, Are You the One Show, and of course the flagship Challenge Series, Amira Jones, Big Brother 24, Cassidy Clark, Survivor 43, Chanel Howell, Survivor 42, Desi Williams, thank goodness Desi is back, there's your first reaction, very excited, there will be a lot of Desi talk on this and probably all USA 2 podcasts that I do, love Desi, she's back from Survivor Survivor 35, and of course, USA Season 1. John A is here. Real World Cancun, flagship, all-stars, world championships, now challenge USA. What does this woman not do? Michaela Bradshaw from Survivor 33 and 34 and the flagship series. Michelle Fitzgerald from Survivor originally and as well as the challenge flagship. Tiffany Mitchell, Big Brother 23 and Challenge USA Season 1. Tori Deal is here, one of the bigger crossovers, more unexpected. There's your second reaction, really. From Are You The One 4, of course, the flagship world championships. You're very aware of Tori. Alternates on the female side, there is four of them. We will come back to that, of course, later. Kayla Platt, Kayla Platt, excuse me, Amazing Race 33, Challenge USA Season 1, Hannah Chatta, Big Brother 23, Lulu Gonzalez, Amazing Race 33, and Naya, Real World Portland, Flagship All-Stars World Championships. Naya suddenly all across the Challenge silo map here. Then on the men's side, we have, again, in alphabetical order, Chris Underwood, Survivor 38, the winner of that season. Corey Wharton coming out of retirement to head over to Paramount Plus, Real World Explosion, flagship MTV seasons, of course. Dusty Harris from Amazing Race 33. Fessel Shafat, Big Brother 20, Fessy fan club for life lives on. You know you love to see it, and I'm the only one that actually thinks that, but you know Fessy all too well. You probably don't like Fessy. Really, really don't like Fessy, but you know who he is. He's here, as is a guy we all definitely know, Johnny Bananas, Real World Key West, flagship World Championships, the whole thing. Josh from Big Brother 19 and the flagship, Josh Martinez, that is. Luis Colon, Amazing Race 34. Monty Taylor, Big Brother 24. Polly Calafiori, Big Brother 18, MTV flagship challenge. Can't believe it. Polly is back we got Kara on all stars four and now we've got Polly on usa 2 obviously i'm going to be talking about that sebastian noel from survivor 36 tyler crispin from big brother 20 and 22 and rounding out the men's cast wes bergman wes is coming over with his good buddy bananas obviously wes real world austin flagship all stars world championships also completing the triumvirate or whatever you would want to call doing every possible season he and john a have now completed Completed the task. The alternates on the men's side are Cinco, Love Island 3, Challenge USA Season 1, 
Doral Taylor, OG's in the house. Road Rules Campus Crawl, flagship All-Stars World Championships. If he gets into the season, he will join Wes and John A. as completing the full challenge arc. Joseph Abden from Big Brother 24 and Kylan Young from Big Brother 23 and Challenge USA Season 1. So four alternates on the men side as well. Now, if you didn't have your pen and paper out as I went through that, uh, one, you can pull up the list if you just like to have it alongside while you listen along. Uh, lots of good places have that list up without any spoilers other than just who the cast is. I prefer to go over to Stop Being Polite OG Challenge content creator. But if you didn't keep track, if you didn't have those tallies out, as far as what shows people come from, this is the breakdown of that cast that I just read. We have nine people from Big Brother originally. This is where they are originally from we will get to yeah we'll get to some other stuff in here in a minute big brother nine folks plus three of the alternates survivor has seven original survivor players and zero alternates amazing race has two in the cast two in the alternates booth and then flagship mtv's challenge or other challenge worlds we have six true mtv flagship people we have five other CBS people who have done the flagship, meaning a Michelle Fitzgerald, who has been originally, you know, from Survivor, but then was on the flagship, now coming back over to the CBS world. And as far as returnees from the Challenge USA Season 1, we have three plus one possible alternate, and I already have uh, my first mistake of the day, because there's two possible alternates, because Cinco and Kylan both are alternates and were on the original season. So that's kind of your breakdown of your numbers, which as similar to last season, it's Big Brother and Survivor Heavy. There's a couple Amazing Race folks trying to make a name for themselves. And unlike last season where we had a bunch of Love Island folks, they've basically just replaced all the Love Island or dating show people with people from the MTV flagship or just regular challenge world. That's the breakdown. Let's go into just first off the top before we get into specific kind of topics, instant overall reactions. I look at this list and... I think I've alluded to this pot. I don't remember if it was just on in a recent podcast of mine, or I think I know I definitely did over on survivor recaps on the most likely to feed with Paige. At some point we, at the end of an episode, we talked USA Two cast and I mentioned there, maybe I did it on my pod, but if not now we're here to do it. Now my initial number one reaction is I read the list. I got to admit I'm an honest guy over here. No matter how much I want to pump this show up. I got to be honest with you. I always am. I wasn't that impressed. I didn't really love it. I was a little, if anything, the number one emotion was confusion. I don't really know what direction they're trying to go with this part of the franchise, with this particular season. Maybe with the franchise as a whole, this might be indicative of not knowing where they want to go, which seasons, which which types of shows, which platforms to use. I was just a little confused by it because they... There's very few returnees first, but there is some. There is three, and again, two alternates, which will come to the alternates later, but they're going to end up in the game. They just have to. We'll talk more about that in a minute. But there's only three returnees, which is like, well, were they? could you have just done a zero returnees and not done a season two where it's all people who have never played this game the same as season one was? Because part there was a little bit of a charm to that with season one and certainly with all of the other, the you know the UK, Argentina, Australia seasons as well. You could have went that route, and it, they almost did, but then they threw three returnees in there. But also all the returnees are on the female side, again, unless men's alternates, Cinco or Kylan, get into the game. So... It, it, they, they almost went there, but they didn't quite go there. Then we've got tons of MTV vets crossing over, which is deserved by all of these folks who helped build this and keep this thing going over in that universe to go onto this bigger platform. But all of them already had the opportunity because as we're going to get to, this is not on CBS. This is only on Paramount Plus. So World Championships, All-Stars, Regular flagship seasons, just not live or day of, but are on Paramount Plus. So they're actually not giving them like, hey, we'll get you onto the bigger platform now for all of you've done to build this franchise up. If it's going to cross over here, we'll bring you with us. No, that that part's kind of gone. They still deserve to maybe come over here. You still want to use some, but it's a lot of them. And it feels like it's defeating the purpose of the world championships. So 
are the world championships gone? Is this season we're about to see the end of the only version we're ever going to see of that? We'll talk more about that possibility a little bit later. Then my, the big thing I said already, but I'll say it again. The, the one thing that stood out on the big time positive, just instant, like, boom, can't believe it. Love it. Amazing. I almost basically, it took me a minute to overcome my joy to even get back to the rest of the cast was Paulie's here. And as you know, if you listen to this for a while, big, 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 big proponent of getting Paulie back in a challenge house, much more on him to come later in this podcast. But that did to me initially, as I'm reading, I'm like, Oh, a little disappointed, a little disappointed. Oh my God. Paulie's here. Hell yes. Like saved the whole thing. Got me back into the positive side of the spectrum as far as my overall reaction to the cast. But the final big overall overarching thing is just, it kind of read like a flagship season. Like if they told me this was actually just challenge 39, and they were just bringing a bunch of you know, like the new people they were bringing in. The rookie class was just a bunch more people from Survivor and Big Brother. And, you know, they were allowing a couple of people who'd done USA One to come over to Flagship. Like this reads like Challenge 39 as much as it did read like what I kind of expected a Challenge USA 2 to read like from a cast perspective. So my my gut reaction first read through was confusion more than anything. Some highlights we're going to talk about more than just Polly, but also some some just like, did those people really need to be here? Where are these people? I, again, always, as and I knew this, I try to remove this bias, but not knowing who a lot of the people, new people would be, you know, I'm like, uh, okay, I can't, I can't actually rate that pro or negative. I need to get some other opinions from folks who watch the other shows can tell me, hey, this was a good choice. This was a bad choice. This was an interesting one. This was a one that makes zero sense. All of that, which we will do prior to our actual season preview months down the line. But those were the overall instant reactions. Now let's dive into Kind of one by one, I wrote out a bunch of different just topics that came to mind, ideas, opinions, reactions. We'll go through each one one by one and kind of break them down a little more in full. Let's start first with the first overall big topic being the survivor selections that they made, who they brought from the survivor world, who they did not, and just some choices around it. As I said up top and I've said before, I'm now familiar again with survivor. I've been watching, watch season 40 through 44 live. So a couple of these people I'm not super familiar with that were from a little earlier, but other ones from more recent seasons I am. And some of them, you know, I've went back and watched other seasons back, you know, during at the beginning of the pandemic, did a little survivor deep dive again, got caught up on some different things, some of the best seasons. So I pretty much know most of these people. And I definitely know all the people that they didn't choose from recent seasons. So let's go through a couple survivor Pearson survivor people related topics. First one, no Danny, no Sarah. This is not just survivor, but also USA one to two. They did not bring the champs back. No returning champs to defend their crowns. Did they get offered and say no? If they did, as always, that is their choice. Good, you know, for Sarah and Danny for choosing whatever they want to do with their lives. But I'm guessing that they maybe weren't offered um, because they both, at least one of it seems like one of them would say yes. Um, if not both of them, possibly, but maybe they're both like we did back to back seasons. You know, it's and we want to get back to home a regular life a little bit again. We'll come back again later down the line. We shall see. Maybe one of them wins world championships is like, I went two for two. I'm good. Uh, I'm good. I'm the world champion and I'm never going to give anyone a chance to take that title away. Who knows? But there's no returning champions here from season one. I thought that was interesting. Again, if you're going to have any people return at all, maybe it's worthwhile to have the, the winning people return. Maybe they have a huge target on the back and they go home right away. I don't know, but that's at least a storyline, a subplot to work with. Maybe they chose, hey, we don't want to overexpose Sarah now that people kind of like her and she's kind of been a good character on both of her seasons and been really beneficial. Maybe we don't want to overdo it knowing that how people felt by the end of her survivor multiple season tenure. And maybe, maybe the same with Danny given, you know, survivor 42 
Challenge USA wasn't that long after Survivor 42. World Championships wasn't that long after. And, you know, in reality TV time, you know, those all filmed and aired within a couple years of each other. So it is a lot. And maybe they're just learning from the past. Like, we don't want to overexpose people. But then again, if they actually thought that, then there would be some different names where all of these vets from the MTV world are coming in. So maybe not. I don't know. But it was, I, I thought both of them would be there. I would love to find out if they did get invited or not. That will be a big a big announcement. And I'm sure they won't make it an announcement, but I'm sure one of them, if not both of them, will give us that info at some point in the future. Now, other Survivor picks that were made. Cassidy. Cassidy is going to be amazing. One of my initial reactions to this whole list was Cassidy was an amazing choice. So glad she said yes. She's going to be amazing on the challenge, and I cannot wait. I hope and I believe one of my early predictions would be that she's going to be a featured character and cast member on this season of USA 2. She is the one new Survivor person that I am really familiar with. Um, Again, she was just on the last season, Survivor 43, Many would tell you that she should have won that season, which I mostly kind of agree that, well, I I agree that the jury screwed her over as far as like, there was some weird stuff going on with the jury, which like, with like, why, why did you walk in here not wanting to give it to Cassidy? What, what, where did that come from? But I also, uh, if you listen to me cover that season with Paige on most likely two, uh, did have the unpopular opinion that Gabler did kind of have a winner worthy final tribal. His arguments were really good. were really sound. I understood why he maybe swayed the jury, but it also agreed with the fact that it seemed like the jury came in with a decision already made that they didn't want to give it to Cassidy for no reason. And I don't understand that. So she's the was ended up being one of the fan favorites of her season. Everyone thinks she should have won. I feel like I remember her being a little salty on Twitter, which I appreciate and love. And if I'm wrong about, uh, I apologize, but I hope that I'm not because I, I I like it and it's great and it bodes well for her coming in here, maybe with a little chip on the shoulder. Like I should already, I should be one of the winners. There's other survivor winners walking around here. I was supposed to be one of those. I should have a million dollars. This shouldn't matter as much to me, but it does. And it's going to be great. And she's wonderful. And I'm excited for her. The other great survivor pick I think they made is Chris Underwood. And I say this having not watched his season, but all I know is this. I am aware of him because actually of Cassidy's season on 43 when Gabler won the fire making challenge. It was a big thing. A bunch of people were on the internet being like, she should have pulled a Chris Underwood and thrown herself into the fire making challenge. And everyone was like, that's so stupid. I can't believe he said this president. And therefore I learned the story of Chris Underwood, which if you don't know it back on his season, which was called edge of extinction, which for challenge only fans out there like myself, think redemption house. He was sent to this place very early in the game, like six, seven days into the game. He spent basically the entire season there, came back in when there was five people left. So he left on like day six or seven and then came back on day like 33 or 34. I'm not getting those exactly right. Sorry, Survivor Super fans. Um, this is this is the Cliff Notes, probably slightly wrong version of this story. But he basically spends the entire season in what we in the challenge world would call a redemption house, except it's a really shitty bare bones island by yourself. And he comes back in and then he gets his best buddy out in a blind side. And then he wins the final immunity challenge. He knows the jury is like, this guy wasn't even here the whole season. What's he done? So he gives up his immunity, throws himself in the fire making challenge wins, and then goes into the final tribal three and wins there off the back of this bold decision that he had made. And it's a very not him as a person, as a controversial figure, it seems like in the survivor world, but just how he won the fact that he did win and what precedent that set and the fire making challenge and the whole thing. He's kind of just bringing up his name seems to be a fire, bring a firestorm in the challenge or in, excuse me, in the survivor community. So maybe I'm wrong about this, but knowing nothing other than like, mm, very controversial, very opinionated people out there about him winning. Should he have won how he won the whole thing? That sounds like someone worth bringing in uh, with that kind of story. Maybe he'll do something like that again. I don't know. Uh, But he's another winner that they're bringing in. That's always good. Now, as for the people that they maybe should have, the part that I was maybe the most sad about with this cast is having finally, you know, gotten back into Survivor. I was so ready to be like, you know, to have more than one Cassidy show up, to be like, oh my gosh, yes, 
this person from 43 or 42 or 41 or even an older but winner that was I saw on 40 and pretty much none and so I've got wrote down a list very quickly was like there's so many people from each of these recent seasons that would have been so good in the challenge house just running through them quickly from 41 I don't know why Xander isn't here and I also don't know why Erica isn't here Erica the winner Xander in the final three uh would have brought some youth to the table although this cast overall they did try to get a little bit of a youth infusion a little bit better more than they've tried kind of recently maybe season 42 Tori would have been a freaking star in the challenge and I need her in the challenge house I would have loved to see hi I would have loved to see Drea I would have loved to see Marianne another winner maybe invited maybe not I don't know I would love I, I would love a list of who was invited like legit invited not like got an availability call but like got the invite and said no that would be some amazing info to have if that exists out there please send me that my way again maybe it does and I'm just not privy because I try to close off from spoilers and you know lose out on some casting news by doing that but the big one from Survivor 42 literally the big one figuratively and literally where the fuck is Jonathan I know he wasn't everyone's cup of tea I know everyone didn't love him but I really really enjoyed watching Jonathan dominate survivor on season 42 on the physical aspect of it if you don't know if you don't watch survivor he's a guy who runs um he sets up the beach on in in uh either alabama or florida like you know like the beach resort like putting out the the stuff every day does whatever i'm not explaining it very well but he's a guy he does that but he also is the world record holder in multiple pull-up type things and was a former collegiate swimmer and on his season of uh, survivor he single-handedly over and over was winning tribe challenges for his tribe and then started winning a bunch of the individual ones as well and was just this dominant physical force and was just tailor-made for like if there was a big guy who could actually live up to like being the new big guy in the challenge house it was definitely him and he had a personality that some people were a little graded by so also would have been great to have in the challenge house he's not there and then from survivor 43 the most recent season that we do at least get Cassidy from again amazing choice Ryan would have been great Noel would have been great Sammy would have been great Sammy could have been the new Julie the BYU student maybe maybe they did ask him and maybe he was like no I remember back in the day someone got kicked out of my school for going on your shows I'm not going to do that but it could have happened again Julie 2.0 would have been wonderful uh Cody would have been great and obviously Gabler the winner which I'm completely and utterly kidding about but uh sorry to those uh Survivor 43 fans who know that that's not actually a good joke to have mentioned his name there but I did anyways all those people would have been amazing and we got none of them um so I'm a little disappointed in that maybe Challenge USA 3 who knows we'll get some more invites for some of these people but especially Jonathan I'm really bummed about especially Tori and Erica and Marianne as winners I felt like recent winners could have been awesome in a challenge house I had no idea how they would interact in a challenge house would have loved to see it so a lot of survivor folks left out there um, the only other new one that we got uh, from uh, recent seasons I didn't actually even really remember her which was a bad sign Chanel from survivor 42 I apologize Chanel I bet you're wonderful I bet I actually liked you on your season of survivor but uh, all the survivor seasons kind of run together because you know they've all been in fiji on the same exact beaches and in pretty quick succession so my apologies hope chanel brings it but feel like they left a lot on the table with all the survivor folks who they did not invite next reaction and i probably promise all of these will not be 10 minute diatribes uh that long by any means they will a lot of these are pretty much a lot quicker some of them might even be one sentence who knows let's get back to it no love island people now I believe I think I have this correct Love Island is like no longer a CBS property or Paramount property excuse me how whatever you want to call it so I get it I, I think I kind of knew that there would be no Love Island people but it is a stark contrast to USA one where there were a lot of Love Island people there which added kind of you know that more classical like we don't really we come from a competition show where you can win money but it's not a competition show it's a dating show where you can win money and that felt that was a nice mixture to have in the punch bowl so to speak and now without them there's no dating people no dating show people which means only strategy game people which means leaning more and more and more into the strategy game which they've already leaned a hundred percent into it so you can't really lean any further than 100 percent. but it means that they're not going backwards at all they're staying right there at 
This is a game of strategy. This is a TV show about people doing strategy and politics and social maneuvering, and that's it. It's much closer to a Survivor or Big Brother than it is to OG Challenge stuff. And, you know, to some, that's great. To most, that's... Mm. It, I still like this product on its own, but it's not what it was. And it, it, this, it's the one part that could be a little closer to what it used to be, and they're choosing actively not to. And they also are just kind of screwing uh, amazing race people again, just only two of them. Um, and then, you know, the two alternates, maybe if they get in there. But it's really just like it's Big Brother, it's Survivor, and it's MTV people. Boom. Three, three kind of groups. Which leads me to say, should, if that's how it's going to be, should they just say screw the Amazing Race altogether and screw the MTV people altogether and do a full-blown Big Brother versus Survivor season? Classic, original, challenge, two-team, like early-day challenge, first six, seven, eight, nine-season challenge, real-world, road-world style, but instead Survivor Big Brother. Could that maybe even be a where this franchise might even head down the road of just being like, we used to, this thing was built on having these two filter feeder shows. We used those two shows. We made teams. It was a two-team thing. We turned that into something more. We grew it, grew it, grew it. A couple decades later, we've got what we've got. Maybe their one way to go back is to say, hey, what if we did a couple seasons in a row that were Big Brother versus Survivor, the challenge? You know, It would feel very icky. It feels icky that I literally just said that out loud to to say something versus something, the challenge, um, and not to be real world versus road rules, but it feels like there's there's a chance that, and I would definitely, I would be all for it if it meant, hey, we're going to do the gauntlet for Big Brother versus Survivor. I'm all in. That would be amazing. Please, please do that in the future. Let's move to the next topic. The alternates, specifically the men's alternates, but we'll touch on both groups of alternates here. They're going to enter the game at some point. They've got to. And hopefully it is not due to injury or sickness. But I'm just, when there's 12 men, 12 women in the cast, and they brought four alternates for both sides, there's, do you really need four if they're strictly there as injury replacement, as sickness replacement, as, dare I say, pregnancy replacement? You wouldn't bring four. That seems like a lot. So I feel like they're definitely like, hey, if for some reason, any reason, there is a big sickness, there is a couple people get hurt, anything, God forbid, that we've got plenty of people here. We're not going to lose any teams or any because of that. But if that doesn't happen in the early goings of the game, we're definitely using mercenaries and we're using mercenaries multiple times. If not, just adding teams or people throughout the game. I just can't believe that there would be four alternates on both sides and they wouldn't be using some of them. So we shall see. But on the men's side, specifically the women's side, uh, you know, um, sure. I don't, I don't know the women's, uh, you know, Naya. I love Naya to death. Uh, in, in this, with this particular group in this cast, I don't think I need to see her thrown into it. And then the other Kayla uh, was fine on the first season. Hannah and Lulu, I believe are big names within their respective shows. I might be wrong, but uh, you know, I'm just not. Nothing's getting me super excited on the female side of the alternates, but on the men's side, however, I kind of want to see all of them in the game. I kind of wish all four were in the actual cast. I kind of hope all four end up in the game somehow, which I I don't hope happens because that would mean that definitely at least a couple people got injured or sick, which I don't want. So, unfortunately, we're. I hope that we're not going to see these people, but I also hope that we are. You get what I'm saying here. I want them all in the game. I wish they were all in the real cast, starting with the person who I didn't watch their season. I don't actually know, but they're so in the challenge world recently that I do. I'm, I'm aware of them and so big on the social that I'm aware of them. And that's Joseph. I'm aware of him. He has been angling hard for a spot in a challenge house. He was in the challenge workout videos with Rachel. I believe it was him and Kylan with Rachel, but he was in that. He's been, you know, being very friendly, being out there with all of the different challenge folks. He definitely wants in one of these houses, and they don't give it to him. But they all, they bring him as an alternate. It seems like a big-time fuck you. I think part of it is, again, this to fill in again, big brother. People are going to be like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Challenge only fans like myself. You will at least get a little info out of this. It just might not all be correct. The part that is correct, Joseph and Taylor who won her season of big brother, who's huge star in big brother world from her season. They are together. Everyone loves them. I think almost everyone loves them. If not, everyone loves them. 
Ann Taylor being this huge star, uh, the rise she had in her season and going on to win it. She was definitely asked, and I I think I've seen her say maybe she doesn't want anything to do with reality TV anymore after the kind of negative experience that she had before being propelled to a win on her season. Maybe they asked her, and she said no, and uh, this they took their anger at her saying no, thinking like, oh, we, we need you. like You're like the newest, biggest star in reality TV. We need you. She says no. Maybe they're like, huh, well, then your boy over there, Joseph, no longer is going to get that full-on invite. Alternate it is. Maybe. I don't know, but people do mean things like that all the time also big brother fans here's where i need your help um monty from big brother 24 is in the cast and joseph is the alternate is that a slap in the face because from again i didn't watch but i was on twitter during those times and i do know i feel like i remember people not liking monty maybe monty being on the other side of things from a taylor and joseph point of view and maybe I'm wrong about that. I don't know. So my big brother folks out there, uh, let me know. DM me on Instagram at Challenge Story and let me know if I'm correct that Monty being in the cast over Joseph feels like a little bit of a slap in the face. But as for the other men alternates, Darrell, Darrell if Darrell says yes, if you ask him and he says yes, and then you don't give him a spot over a Josh, a Fessy, a Pauly, a Bananas, a Wes, any, any of them, any of them. Feels like a dick move to a guy who's been with your franchise for as many decades and who has a wife and children at home in a life in a business and, you know, makes it very known that like he loves doing this. He wants to do more of them, but he is giving up a big sacrifice. And so you're like, we need you, but you're going to be in a hotel room the whole time. That's no way to treat an OG legend like Darrell. So that feels kind of wrong. Hopefully he's one of the ones that like, maybe they just insert him in the game right away. Who knows? But as far as who should be first out of this alternate group into the game, it's gotta be Darrell. Then Kylan and Cinco. They were both good on season one. They were strong competitors. I thought both of them were shoe wins for season two. If you told me they are going to have returning people from season one into season two, I would have told you, well, obviously you'd want Tyson first, but he's never, ever going to do challenge again. He fucking hated his experience there mostly. Um, and after a few others who I knew would be like, no, 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 they're never going to do it again. They've made that clear. Kylan Cinco would have been like top of my list of like, I, they would definitely do it. And I want them. They were good and they're interesting. And I would like to see them in another challenge house. So I'm glad they at least are there as invites, um, in alternates. If they get in, they get in, uh, both of them are going to be a problem as far as if they're mercenaries. If they bring Cinco in as a mercenary in a headbanger, that's really mean and cruel to whoever they do that to because he's a very large human being. So that's the men alternates. I hope we see all of them. The next one, next big topic. This season is only going to be on Paramount+. Plus. This actually isn't a cast reaction. This is a reaction to kind of the show announcement in general, which isn't 100%, but some of the details have come out, one of which is... This season, Paramount Plus only, not airing live on CBS like last season. That's a big deal for behind-the-scenes purposes. It's not a great sign for the franchise. It's another thing to kind of point to of how big of a failure season one ultimately was. Um, is As much fun as I might have had with it, uh, ratings-wise, reaction-wise, certainly the cast reaction, how the final went, all of it, lump it all together, how the entire World Championships idea and all the different seasons went um didn't go well enough to get them even a season two on cbs proper airing live on the regular channel just now going to paramount plus only the same way an all-stars is the same way the world championships currently is which i guess we should have known probably because they went with world championships not even on it but you know that was bringing people from all these different shows USA 2 not being on CBS proper is is a blow for sure. And again, like I said before, that means the MTV people don't actually get the bigger platform that they were you know, maybe hoping for of like, hey, if you're going to go over there where there's a way bigger audience just because it's network and whatever, bring up, let us, you know, some of us that have helped you get here, get some shine. They do it one season late and now they're not actually on CBS. They're just on Paramount Plus, the same as they would be on All-Stars, the same as they would be on World Championships. And again, the same as all of the challenge seasons that are now available to stream on Paramount Plus, just not usually regular seasons, flagship seasons still air live on MTV. And then I believe it's next day at this point on Paramount Plus. So you don't even have to wait that long. So that's at least worth pointing out that it, that it, that it is that little bit of difference, but it also means... Maybe if I can cross my fingers and be a little more hopeful, while this hasn't necessarily been true for the world championship seasons, 
uh, season, it does mean that, you know, it, it doesn't have to be quite as family friendly and wholesome being on, you know, it, it doesn't have to be, hey, you got to act like Survivor now. Maybe you can still act a little MTV-ish over here because it's just on streaming Paramount Plus versus live on CBS as well. So maybe that means a little more entertainment, a little more drama. We, I can hope. A guy can hope. Also, quickly, on similar topic, it's in Croatia. That's where they're shooting it, um, which is the same as where they shot Spies, Lies, and Allies. Croatia is a very cool place. It's a very pretty place. The scenery, all great. But um, please hope that this is not as complicated of a season or as ultimately kind of lame as a season as Spies, Lies, and Allies, which I still defend um, a lot of, but definitely do not defend other major parts of it, mostly the complexity of the game and the theme overall. So maybe uh, Croatia can rebound as a challenged location in quickly because Spies, Lies, and Allies wasn't that long ago. TJ is, of course, here hosting That's Clutch. And no announcements as of yet on UK, Australia, Argentina, World Championship 2. So we're going into USA 2 just as a... Maybe this, at least USA is around again, but maybe not the whole contraption of all these seasons, different countries, world championships. Maybe these world champions that we see crowned in a couple episodes here are going to be the only ever world champions of the challenge. Who knows? Next reaction. The moment I read through this list, one of the first things that came to mind. This is Corey, Fessy, Josh, and Pauly, all four of them, this is their chance to win. If they ever want to win, this is it. It's been laid out in front of them. Not like some super easy, hey, this was made for one of them to win the way that uh, maybe All-Stars 4 um, was set up for specific people to possibly, probably win. Um, more on that, obviously, when All-Stars coverage come. By the way, no spoilers. I, I have no idea what happens on that season or currently is happening on USA 2. Just saying that cast, as I talked about in that reaction video, was a little more like, hmm. Seems like you would really appreciate it if one of these two people on either side of things won this out. But for USA 2, Corey, Fessy, Josh, and Pauly, they've got a great shot at this. This, If they want to get that title under their belt, then no better time to do it than the present. And feels like it's set up to at least be helpful for them, an easier than normal or easier than the flagship world has been to them. Corey, for starters... He's given the franchise a lot. It's a deserved spot to bring him over into this world. As always, parent-related retirements don't last long in a challenge, as we're now seeing on this cast. We saw an All-Stars 4 cast we've seen before in the history of the show. So anyone that says they're retired because they're now a parent, don't, don't count them out. And probably they'll be on two seasons from now. As Corey, did, he took a season or two off. Um, he probably, by doing so, also missed his... I bet he would have been in the Nelson spot on world championships, honestly, as one of the legends of the game, but he was taking some time off. Good for him. Now he's back. And I feel like he's maybe got a good setup in this world. He's one. I'm excited to learn who he has connections to and who he doesn't, because he is very much kind of in the reality TV landscape, very out there and friendly with cast members from other shows kind of just really in the world embedded in a way that would tell me like he knows these people he's met these people he's been to some parties with these people he's done events with these people um i just have a good feeling about his possibilities in this game same with fessy and josh they have the experience they have more ties than any of the other flagship people to other cast members they can beat everyone physically at least in any physical strength and size stuff they're the the guys in the house to look out for so they've at least got an advantage in one part of the game itself can they win could they finally get one of the wins it's been eluding both of them they're both very desperate to make that happen they get to do a season together again after josh took a season or two off or was you know not asked to do ride or dies. Um, and if they did win, if Josh or Fessy would win, my actual reaction was like, oh, damn, Fessy could win this. Josh could win this. And then I was like, wait, if one of them won, even though Wes and Bananas were there, would Wes and Bananas be the first to be like, it's still a JV title. You didn't win a real season. It doesn't even count. You're not You're not that good. It doesn't even count. I feel like those jokes would happen. Um, yeah, I, that write that down. Prediction number one. If Fessy or Josh were to win this season, Everyone else would call it a JV season, would call it doesn't count, not real, not the same as winning the flagship, what have you. That's definitely going to happen if one of them were to pull out a win. And then, of course, Polly is in this group. He's back. I'm so happy about it. 
This is the one thing they got right with an exclamation point after it had to happen. I'm ecstatic. You know he's coming in gun blazing with eyes on bananas. He hates Johnny Bananas. Eyes on Tory. He does not like Tory at all. Both of those two. He openly does not like them. Publicly does not like them. You know he's going to be coming right for them the moment they get into the house. They're going to not want him around because he's going to be – not just because of the game he's coming for them, but because he's going to put them on blast as people personally, whatever, whatever things he has issue with them, he's not going to be afraid to say it to the camera. So they're going to be very quick to be like, we need this guy to not be here. It is not enjoyable and it's not going to be a good look for us. Whatever. If he says true things, false things, anything in between, we don't want him here. So that's going to be a big early battle. You know, it's going to be there. I can't wait for the chaos, but also I've got to say this as ecstatic as I am about Paulie being there. We were, Back only not that long ago, talking ride or dies, cast reaction, announcement, preseason, you know, preview of that, in lamenting that the ultimate ride or dies that they could have and should have invited to that season, Cara, Maria, and Polly, were not invited. And it was like, oh my God, are you, what, are you guys just done? It's official, you're done. You're never going to invite them back because you had the perfect opportunity to just top off this cast, would have made the ride or dies season so much better. Such an interesting different dynamic that that season would have had just by including the one pair who makes the most sense out of anyone to be on a ride or die season could have been them and you don't invite them. But then you immediately follow that up with cars on all stars four and Polly's on USA two. So you clearly didn't have any problem inviting them back to your world. You just decided to end their band one season too late. So while I'm thrilled that they are both back in the challenge house, back in a challenge house, different challenge houses, but in our challenge lives and on our televisions, it feels a little odd. It just adds that they fucked up that much more of like, if you were willing to have them back, why didn't you do it then? So that feels a little weird. But one of those four guys, Corey Fezzi, Josh Pauly, now's your moment. This this is the season laid out for one of you to get that elusive victory. We will see if any of them can do it. Next topic, who is Amanda going to be friends with? Amanda Garcia is in this cast. That is a great thing. Anytime Amanda's in a challenge cast, that is a great thing. But who the hell is she going to be friends with in this cast? I have no idea. I love having Amanda here. I just have no idea who she's going to be friends with. There's none of her regular running mates here in this game. There's definitely people that do not like her that she does not like in this game. And she needs friends in the challenge house. She thrives on having a couple social connections, building all the others that she needs. She doesn't win in this show by winning things on the field very often at least, occasionally in a team or partner setting, but not super often. She gets farther in these games and progresses in these games because she is good socially and politically and comes up with decent plans, sometimes good, sometimes they backfire, but sometimes pretty good plans. But she needs at least someone to start with. She's starting from scratch is a tall order. And we've got Tori in the house. Tori hates her. She hates Tori. We have Michelle, who last we saw, those two were at big time odds the last season they were on together. We know Bananas hates her and she hates Bananas. So that's, you know, some of the vets in the house very much against her right away. Josh and Fessy, maybe, you know, her and Fessy had the romantic connection last time they were seen together. That didn't end so well um, necessarily. I don't think she's a big fan of his at this point, but maybe she's willing to be if it means, you know, if, if she's got a politic again, that's kind of all it was really before for her. So maybe she's all about it again. Maybe her and Josh, former teammates, uh, War of the Worlds, maybe they could come together. Does Polly maybe look at her and be like, hey, mutual enemies, we hate the same people, we could join forces, maybe that could happen John A or Wes as you know kind of other vet people who may be neutral on her or and this is based solely on one photo of each of these people that isn't even the official cast photo it's just the photo that uh stop being polite adds as their photo in the cast reveal the list cast list uh one of these people I know from the original season is there any chance and again, this is just made up. I just looked at the picture and was like, boom, that's that's the new Lavender Ladies right there. Chalk it up. That's going to happen. Alyssa, Alyssa, Amira, Amanda, Casty. Boom. New Lavender Ladies. Make it happen. Would those people like each other or be friends? I have no idea because I don't really I, – I know who Casty is a little bit. I don't know that Casty and Amanda are going to vibe perfectly, but they certainly could. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I know Alyssa from season one. I don't know the other Alyssa or Amira, but new Lavender Ladies – 
mark it down. Amanda's going to start recruiting. These seem like the most prime recruits for her to build a little ladies alliance going in the house. Next topic. Very quick one. Easy one. Mention it up at the very top. Going to say it again. Desi is back. Thank goodness. No one. A lot of people have been screwed in the history of the challenge. A lot of people have been really screwed by production decisions or just bullshit luck. Someone getting injured, partner doing something stupid, this, that, or the other. Plenty of people have been screwed. I'm not going to say she's the most, got the most screwed of all time, but she's in tier one. She's top tier, Pantheon level, big time, got screwed over when on USA one, she makes the final and then her partner Enzo, who I can't believe I even said his name. I used to say I would never say his name again, but just quits three seconds into the first swim, three seconds into the final, her partner quits and she's just out, out instantly in a final that I think, to be frank, she would have won. Given how everything else went, the rest of that final, I think she wins. I think she is a champion right now if it wasn't for pure, blind, horrible, horrible luck and the fact that Enzo quit in three seconds in a final. So she had to be invited back. I'm glad she said yes. She's my favorite. She's the top one I'm rooting for. And I can't wait. Please, for the love of challenge gods, let her catch a break or two win the whole damn thing. Final couple reactions here. This is a lot longer than I anticipated, but it always is. You know, that's what we're here for. And the season's so far away that, you know, I got to give you as much USA 2 content as I can to fill the void between now and when we'll actually see the season. So next topic, why are Tori, Bananas, and Wes here? That really stands out when you read the cast list. You're like, wait a minute. Bananas and Wes are here and Tori is here? Like, what, what what's going on? We knew some people would come over. I guess we should have known that Bananas and Wes would be like top picks as far as kind of the quote-unquote ambassadors of the show, so to speak, and we're definitely, you know, commenting on, talking about, podcasting about USA 1. They're in world cha- championships, and yeah, they're definitely wanting to be on as many seasons as they can. John A gets to do whatever show she wants at this point. She's she's untouchable to me as far as like any commentary that could be construed as negative. So she and also she just fits the vibe better of this 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 version of the game and so I'm excluding her from this list of like why are they here? She's excluded. I that makes sense. And again, these other three do make sense, but I I still had questions. So here we go. Wes makes the most sense as like the true ambassador of the game in the show. Um, They probably want him for that specific reason. I also think Wes recently, congratulations to him and his wife, announced, you know, their child on the way. I feel like he may be, they're they're a couple that plans. That was not a surprise that they got pregnant. Um, That definitely was something in the plans for them. So I'm guessing maybe at some point he went to production recently in the last year or two and was like, hey, I would like to do a bunch more seasons, but I'm about to start a family. And when that happens between business, family, I'm going to probably call it a career in the challenge. And so get me in as many things as you can. Use me as much as you want between now and when that happens. And boom, now he's on All-Stars, World Championships. Now he's in USA 2. Maybe that happens. I don't know. Uh, could be very much wrong. But it's very, very possible to, I think, to have him just be like, hey, I'm, I want to pack in as many as I can before um, kind of wrap it up and call it a career here. He makes sense as an ambassador, but it still stood out like, okay, Wes is here. That's, that's interesting and a big deal. Bananas as well, same thing. I know he's, he's the face of the franchise. They definitely treat him as such. He had to be brought over more or less. Um, but it is also worth saying – it, he proved that he is not Captain Save a Show ratings wise, like he wanted to be true and, you know, said going into Ride or Dies. Um, and nowadays, he really isn't bringing you any drama or that much entertainment because he's trying so hard to be nice and lovable on all the recent seasons and kind of, you know, late in the game, change the perception of uh, how he acts in these houses or the type of player he is or the type of person he is, and which is great. And I, I, I want to believe it all and I want to root for him to be this awesome person. But uh, it's it's not like, you know, even as like a villain of the show anymore, it, the people that would love to root against him, it's not even like that entertaining or fun to like root against him. It's just like bananas is here again for the 23rd time, but this is 23rd now again, not counting the shows that don't count champs or stars um, counting all the others. Is this like 22nd, 23rd somewhere in there? It gets a lot. 
it's a lot. Um, and so he had to be brought over. He obviously deserves it as the actual, like, again, face of the franchise for a very, very long time. Um, but it was just a little jarring to be like, again, as we said up top, this kind of feels not like USA two. This feels like a flagship season. And it feels like you're not just throwing a bone to one or two legends, vets, whatever. You're like really bringing a lot of folks over. And then the one that's most, the, that fits that bill the most is Tori. They can't quit Tori. They just can't quit Tori. And Tori can't quit the show. She has said multiple times, I feel like recently, even on, I believe it was on Banana's podcast where she's like, man, I would just really like a break. I should maybe say no to one of these. As always, if I'm her or anyone, I say yes every time to every single season possible. So there's no shots at her for saying yes to all these different seasons, for wanting to do all these seasons. I would be the exact same way. And I applaud anyone and everyone who is that way, because why not? This is the coolest job in the fucking world, being a challenge cast member. And if you get to be the Tory that gets to be on every single season, no matter what franchise it's a part of, what station it's on, anything, that's amazing and good for her. But um, yeah, it's just like did the producers, this is where I'm like the producers, you took this flagship thing over here that people are slowly but surely less and less people watching more and more OG fans are like, I'm not digging this season. I'm not digging the next season. I'm not digging the season after that. You've kind of got this string of them. Most of that relates back to a lot of fans just being turned off by the vacation Alliance, all the people that are any part of that prominently or just on the sides of it in any given season. But that is definitely the thing. And Tori is the face of that for better or worse, um, for better of her game in all of those seasons, but maybe for worse from a fan reaction, she is the face of the vacation Alliance. And so you bring the thing that everyone is kind of tired of from the flagship season and you poured it over into this other franchise that you're trying to like invigorate as something new and something different. And therefore you're just kind of bringing some of that baggage with you. And again, this is not, it's not, Tori herself is not the baggage. The idea of the Vacation Alliance and the staleness of the game and the friendliness of the game, that is what we're talking about. So when she comes, and then you're also like, and Josh and Fessy are there too, uh, and Bananas, who's basically a member of it after World Championships and Ryder dies, it's like, wait a minute. Uh, like, they are going to have a harder time here, I have to imagine. And again, mostly just because Polly's there, and thank goodness, um, than they did on World Championships or certainly Ryder die or anything like that. But... Uh, yeah, it's just, it, it, it kind of is like, man, did you really need to go that far? Like I still love Tori. I, again, I would have said yes. If I was her, I would be thrilled if I was her to get the invite, but from a producer angle, like I would have wanted to bring nothing that relates to the recent three or four flagship seasons into this one. If bananas and Wes are one thing, um, that isn't that big of a tie to that. That's just a tie to the whole season, the whole show in the history of the show. But bringing Tori and Josh and Fessy, it's like, hmm, I don't know. But at least, you know, there's no Jordan, there's no Devin, there's no Casey, Nani, and Issa. Josh really is the only Vacation Alliance, like we said, bananas kind of. Um, so Tori will definitely have it much harder. So maybe we will get uh, the more War of the Worlds 2, Dirty 30 type of Tori that was where I fell in love with her. Most fans fell in love with her before it became this kind of stale Vacation Alliance thing that people fell out of love with. So yeah, that's, that's where we're at with that. That brings us to our final thing. Predictions, some predictions, not big, bold predictions. Certainly none that, uh, actually will be true stand up. When I do the actual season preview, I reserve the right to remove any and all of these predictions and make brand new ones that completely contradict what I'm about to say. But again, for the final initial reaction, when you first, when you're reading a cast list for the first time, one of the things you're naturally going to think in your head is like, ooh, who could win? Who could do this? Who's going to like who? Who's going to get romantic with who? Who's going to fight with who? This, that, and the other. Those are obviously going to come up. So we got a couple random predictions to just throw at you to close out this episode. Uh, three, six, I don't know, seven, eight, nine, a bunch of them here. Let's run through them. First one, Tyler Crispin, total Wes rookie. What I mean by that is the guy who is definitely going to go right up to Wes and be like, I'll listen to anything you'll say. You tell me what to do. That's what we're doing. I want to be your minion. Wes always gets his little rookie minions. I feel like, and I don't know anything actually about Tyler other than I believe, again, big brother folks, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe is Tyler who Angela from season one of the Challenge USA was, used to date, maybe even been 
fiance maybe even at one point i don't know about that but at least date and they broke up recently maybe we could have got angela on this season if that wouldn't have happened i don't know but just from his picture alone i'm just like i just looked at him and was like yeah that's wes's minion if there was one that's the guy second one joseph gets in the game again i hope no one gets injured i would really prefer zero people get injured zero people get sick i hope this happens just because they just add people into the game mercenaries or maybe someone quits for no reason that would be the best case scenario we'd get tj yelling at someone for being a true quitter once again and then we'd get joseph into the game he deserves it he's put in a lot of work to get this spot and i would like to see that work rewarded then third one fans that don't follow josh on social media i'm going to tell you right now you are going to be shocked when you see josh josh is going he might win this whole thing if, if you haven't followed him, if you have, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't been following him, ever since he left Spies, Lies, and Allies, which was a while ago now, we're talking a year and a half, two years, whatever it was, this guy's been on a fitness journey. He got the bug, he was bitten, and he's been in the gym damn near every single freaking day, and he is a completely different person than when we last saw him on our television screens. This dude is an athlete now he is jacked he was already like tall and bigger than basically everyone in the house not named fessy but now it's not just like yeah i'm taller and i weigh a little more now it's like i'm taller i'm and i'm big jacked and ready to wreak havoc so those fans who don't follow josh on social media which i imagine is a lot because he's definitely a polarizing figure that if you don't like josh you kind of don't like josh uh, i would borderline say hate josh on the show and hate the whole big brother triumvirate of he uh casey and fessy so you might not follow him so just warning you now when he shows up this is not the big old mr goof or whatever big goof that ct called him anymore no 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 no, no. you're in for a rude awakening if you're hoping that josh does not do well because uh he's ready and he's probably gonna wreak havoc next prediction zero romance I don't think there's going to be any romance, and I think that's going to be worse for the season. Except, of course, obviously, Fessy. Fessy's going to find a way. Fessy always finds a way. He always finds a way. So, Fessy will be the only one who will create any romantic anything, if you even want to call it romantic anything. Um, but otherwise, I think there's going to be zero romance, and I pray that I am wrong. I would love to be so wrong about that. Like, over-the-top wrong Everyone there is romantically involved with someone else, which would also suck because a lot of them are, you know, have families and partners and all that kind of stuff. So somewhere in between zero and all uh, would be good, but I'm predicting zero. I don't know why. That, that was just a reaction I had to the cast list, and that's what the, this podcast has been about. John A, social game will shine. I saw John A thrown in. I was like, if there's any vet who can do this with very few to almost no ties to anyone else, it's her and Wes. It's her mostly and Wes has to be very thankful that he's got maybe her there to be like, I'm not actually going to team up with bananas. I'm not going to team up with Tori Fassi and Josh. No, thank you. Polly. Maybe a little bit depending. I don't know. I think Wes and Carr are good friends, right? I don't know. I think Wes is on Polly's good side. I don't know for sure, but he's definitely going to be like John a has, this is, this is what she's made for. This is the type of game she's made for throw her in, in a big group that there's not that many connections already existing and let her go to work socially and politically she's going to shine in this house Polly will attempt to get an elimination with bananas that's the next prediction immediately i saw that i was like Polly's in the house bananas there boom mark it down starting in day one in the house he is going to he's he's definitely day one going to be like we're getting bananas out who's with me but i think he's going to go a step further i think he's going to be i will personally take bananas out Who's with me? Who's with me to try to get me versus bananas in an elimination? And the second part of that is I kind of saw this list and was like, I think Polly's going to do that. And I think Wes is going to help. I think Wes is going to help secretly, possibly secretly behind bananas back. But I think he's going to help make that happen. Then every guy there wants Desi as a partner. Also predicting that. Looked at this list again. Biased. Sure. Love Desi. Was in love with her on season one. It's going to be the same story here around rooting for even more than I was rooting for in season one because of how season one ended. We've covered it already here in length. But I also looked at the list and was like, Desi was a beast who I think should have won that season if she didn't get bullshit DQ'd in the final. And this cast, like, there's some competitors, certainly. 
Um, but there's no one that stands out to me as like, boom, that that uh, that's the front runner. That's the odds on favorite that everyone should be feared of. Maybe you would say Tory, maybe, um, but maybe not. Maybe you'd say John A. Even uh, as you know the champions of the house. But to me, Desi stands out, and I think every, if this is a partner situation, if they're switching of partners, if anything of that nature, I think everyone in the house is going to be clawing and clamoring to get to Desi. And uh, here's the hope in that Wes, who is going to be the first to be like, if we have to pick partners, I got to get my info. He's done his research. He's going to go for her in a smart fashion. Maybe we get a Desi Wes partnership. That would be awesome. Final prediction then is winner prediction, which again, I will likely almost certainly change these when it comes to the actual season preview. But for now, I looked at the list. And as I just alluded to, I think Desi's going to win on the female side. I think Desi's bringing it home. Bias included. I want that to happen, but I also think that's going to happen. On the men's side, I have no idea. But if I had to pick, for some reason, my heart, I looked at the list, my heart, sentimental me, was like, I think Corey's going to win. And that would be amazing. I kind of want Corey to win. I think I'm rooting for Corey to win. I want Fessy to win just to because it would be great for my brand, for everything I got going on over here at the Fessy Fan Club, but uh, maybe not as good for the show. I think it would be pretty cool if Corey finally got a win, even over here on this version of the show, any version of the show, it would be really cool. So I'm going with Corey to win. I'm going with Desi to win. I'm going to probably change both of those selections a couple months down the road when we get a trailer and we actually preview the season. So with that, this has been a long one. I appreciate you being here with me through it all. Those are all the different reactions I had to the USA cast list, which once again is Alyssa from Big Brother, Alyssa from Big Brother, Amanda from Are You the One, Amira from Big Brother, Casty Survivor, Chanel Survivor, Desi Survivor, John A, Cancun, Michaela from Survivor, Michelle from Survivor, Tiffany from Big Brother, Tori from Are You the One with Kayla, Hannah, Lulu, and Naya as alternates on the men's side, Chris Underwood, Corey Wharton, Dusty Harris, Amazing Race, Fessel, Shafat, Big Brother, Johnny Bananas, Josh Martinez, Luis Colon, Amazing Race, Monty from Big Brother 24, Polly, Sebastian from Survivor 36, Tyler Crispin, Big Brother, Wes Bergman, Real World Austin with Cinco, Darrell, Joseph, and Kylan as alternates. That's your list. Those are the folks taking part. That's Challenge USA 2. These have been the cast reactions. Thanks, as always, for listening. Hit that follow, subscribe button. Leave a five-star rating and review if you don't mind, please, and thanks. And if you have reactions of your own, if you want to, Big Brother folks out there especially, fill me in on all the shit that I probably said wrong in this last hour or whatever we've been talking, hit me up at challenge historian on Instagram. DM me. Let me know, please though. Please, 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 please. This is the PSA I've got to give when talking cast reactions. Spoiler free over here. Don't you be DMing me some spoiler. I open your message and boom, I've seen it. Now I can't unsee it. Don't do that. Please. Someone did that on a recent season. Thankfully it was something small. I could move past it. It happened early in the season. It was fine. Kind of but it was very upsetting. So please do not do that. Spoiler free. Keep it spoiler free. But anything you've got that isn't a spoiler, which should just be all the fun stuff to talk about, everything, uh, hit me up at Challenge Story on Instagram. Let's chat. Have a good time. So until we talk again, which will be on Wednesday, World Championships episode 11, and then again this weekend over on the Most Likely 2 podcast feed, Talking Survivor, over on the Challenge Fandom feed, Talking Challenge. Hit me up then. Until then, peace.